Hey there, podcast fam. Welcome to Sisters Say It All, the podcast where we spill the tea, share the laughs, and explore all topics that make life awesome and not so awesome. With us, anything goes. We're your favorite sister duo, Sophie Eckerhoff and Stephanie Luck, who have no boundaries when it comes to discussing everything under the sun. Think of us as your go-to pals, ready to chat, laugh, and sometimes cry. So let's get started, friends. Welcome to Sisters Say It All. Hello from the Bay. We are actually on a little vacation at the moment, Sophie and I, with the four kids. It's been chaos, but wonderful chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just so grateful. Cheers for drinking wine that I get to do this wild ride with you. We've got mm-hmm. the kids in bed. We've had a hectic day. Very hectic. And we thought it'd be super fun to just sit back, have some wine. We've been digging into cheese and crackers. That's our dinner. And yeah, what's that called? Lazy girl dinner. And um, since we've got the wedding four weeks away, very good healthy diet. (laughs) And we just thought we would record an episode. We did a question box earlier today and got you guys to ask some questions and what you wanted us to talk about. And we've got some good, fun things that we can chat to you about. Just, you know, a little cheeky, fun, spontaneous episode. Yeah. Well, we actually just figured out today that you have a crack on your tooth. I have a crack on my tooth. It's been aching every time I eat. Well, not every time I eat, but when I eat certain things, my tooth will really hurt. And she got me to have a look with the torch. And I went in and I'm like, oh my God, that is like the biggest. Yeah, man. It looks bad. Biggest crack. Anyway, you need to get that checked yeah, out. Yeah, I need to go to the dentist. So let's get these questions pumping. Yeah, we've got a lot of really, really good ones. You do the first one, Steph. Yeah, okay. And we haven't got our stands today, so we're currently holding the um, microphone. And the room is very open and big, so the sound's not the best. That yeah. could be why. Yeah. So, sorry, guys, but... It should okay. be fine. It should, should be, be fine. fine. We are actually, before we start, we're staying in the most beautiful Airbnb in Shoal Bay. It's called Casa Keys. It's so nice. It is so nice. I've actually stayed here before this time last year for Dean's birthday, my partner's birthday with the kids and his family. And it's just a skip hop and a jump from Shoal Bay and the restaurants and the country club. The country club's amazing. So so many good cocktails, so many great kids' activities because we're obviously – it's the school holidays right now. Yeah, they've got kids' activities running Tuesday, Thursday, Sundays, which are free. What did we do today, So There was, like, pony rides, jumping castles. There was yeah. a big, like, disco. Oh. The kids on the dance floor with, like, some R&B tunes. That was so much fun. So much fun. And the beach we went to this morning, what was – Single Bay. Single Bay down at Kitty's Corner. Yeah. It's just so beautiful here, and it's only two hours from the Central Coast. Yeah. Which is so good. And the place is great because it's so kid-friendly. Yeah. The decor is, like, insane. I want my house to look like this. Yeah. They think – they've thought of everything. Everything. They've got, like, plastic cups for the kids, plastic plates, like, all that sort of stuff. Travel mugs, towels, beach umbrellas, um, games. It's just, yeah, TVs in every single room, a porticot, a high chair. Yeah. A great backyard. It's safe. It's super kid-friendly. A garage with, like, all these games and everything. It's just Bikes. Yeah, it really is. And it's in, again, a prime location. They've actually given me a discount code, too, which is just 25 Casa Keys. I'll leave it in the show notes. So if you want to book for three nights or more, you'll get 25% That's off. amazing. Yeah, she texted me earlier today so i thought i would share that to our beautiful listeners and i will leave that in the show notes yeah let's crack on and go through the questions so the first one is you haven't even read these yet no i haven't no 
Okay, clingy hubby. How to keep him happy when you're stressed and mentally done? That's a really That's hard a really one. great question and a hard one because it's like you want to fulfill his needs, mm. but then there's also a line of being over clingy, right? So if someone's yeah. over clingy. Well, that's well, hard. I personally couldn't do that. No. That would be a massive ick for me. And I don't mean that in any disrespect. No, not at all. And maybe figuring out why is he clingy? Does he not have any friends? Is he insecure? Is he insecure? But that really shouldn't be your responsibility. I mean, look, there's a saying, and it's actually a really good one. Everyone comes with baggage. You've got to find the right person to unpack that baggage with. So he could have had, yeah, he could have had shit happened in the past that maybe it's affected him and, you know, I don't know, and that's why he's clinging. I don't know. It's so hard to say when you don't know the circumstances. The circumstances. But, yeah, that's really hard. That's tough, especially if you've got, like, kids and you've got, you know, you're so busy. It's very – it's so easy when you have kids as well to just be putting their needs first. And then it's like you've got to share that with your, their, your partner's needs. Oh. And then you've still got yourself as well. Yeah. I guess maybe speak to him about it, communicate kind of like from where you're coming Try from. Try and maybe help him with different things. Get him to join social groups yeah. or other, I don't know if there's any like dad groups and stuff. I don't know if you've got kids. but and Maybe just finding out why he's clingy. You know, is it insecurity? Is yeah. it jealousy? Maybe that's, I guess the best thing would be communicating and Can I say, yeah. we saw a therapist, I mean, Dean's was never clingy. That was never an issue. But we saw a couple's therapist back when Zyla was young and just before we separated. And then we also saw one not long after Huxley and he was fantastic. And that's I honestly cannot recommend that enough. Yeah. Not even if you have issues. You don't, I think people straight away think if you need to go and see a therapist, oh shit, my marriage has issues. It's absolutely. Every marriage will have some sort of issues. I think it's healthy and I'm not opposed to it at all. Not at all. I think it's really nice to have someone that is not emotionally invested Mm. there to kind of see things from maybe your partner's perspective. So we actually saw a couple therapists and he got us to do a questionnaire and it was almost a little bit similar to that marriage session that we did. And it was just asking, it asked, we had to answer how we felt our partner was feeling or something along the lines of that. Anyway, it was really insightful. So I think it's great to also get someone else look at the circumstances. So for example, if you're sitting there in couples therapy Mm. and, you know, he then is suggesting maybe your partner like, okay, you need to work on this and that, where it's things that if I just said that to Calais, Mm -hmm. then it would look like it's just coming from me. But if you had someone else assess, yes, or vice versa, and it's always good for them to hear it from someone else. Yes, because I think... pull them up on it or something. Yes, because I think sometimes they can look at it, they may take it as an attack because we may communicate it wrong. That's definitely something I find... Dean and I struggle with is we may have something that's annoying us, upsetting us or frustrating us, but the biggest thing is how we communicate it. Like if I sat him down and was like, look, babe, this is how I'm feeling when you do X, Y, and Z, it's very different to going to him and saying, you do this and that and that. So sometimes the bigger issue is how you communicate things and having that third party just kind of to be that happy medium and help navigate hard conversations even absolutely i just think it's really helpful it yeah, helped definitely. our relationship like you wouldn't believe yeah that's so good yeah so i guess yeah maybe think of that speak yeah, to your partner and see partner see 
yeah, communication. But it's so hard because obviously I, I assume you love him and, and you know, you want to be there for and him. And I think it's cute when they're a little bit clingy. Yeah. I, I mean, mean maybe, no. maybe clingy is not the right word, but it's a hard ick for me. Yeah. Sorry, is that really bad? It's not bad at all. Like, I look back at my past relationships and I, all my relationships, I wore the pants and I just couldn't be with a guy like that now. Yeah, you want someone. And that's why I got bored and I probably wasn't the best girlfriend. I mean, not that they were great boyfriends either, but I definitely need someone that's independent. My mum, like, always used to say, you need someone that's going to put you in line a bit. Because I was a bit of a wild one. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't Someone to take control. Me, personally... I need like a strong man that provides the security. I just personally couldn't have someone yeah. that, especially when you're getting me. older and stuff like that. And you want a family, you can't. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. yeah, hope that we helped a little bit and yeah, and I'll hope you figure that out. Yeah. Um, okay, another one which is on the topic of relationships too: intimacy after childbirth. And then someone also asked, getting the spark back with your partner after kids. So exhausted at night. Oh, hallelujah, you know what sister. I you know, have you ever tried the morning? Yeah, but sometimes parent, um, parents, God, sometimes people's partners work in the morning. No, that's true. Look, can I just say it is definitely different and it's definitely hard, especially the first couple of months. Months? Oh, so like a year or two. How often do you guys have sex? I would say like two times a week that's really good i would say anything's one but usually on the average i'd say two but we both have get to see each other a lot so if we had completely opposite jobs and opposite times it would be really hard and we only have one child yeah but sometimes if i couldn't be bothered especially at night then you know i just sort of get myself in that headspace yeah see i think you need to know what turns you on yeah like i have my little thing that turns me on oh for sure Definitely. And but I we could go weeks and I my sex drive since kids is oh mine's definitely fucking different. non-existent. And I don't know if it's like the mini pill or something. It's just like a lot hormones of and hormones to like get in the mood. But then once you're there, you're there you again. Know? I think you just need to do it. Yeah, I think you've just got to. It, and it sounds so bad because it's shit that you've got to it feel. You don't want it to feel like a chore. No, but I think the more you just do it the more you start to enjoy it. Absolutely. And look, I should probably take my own advice and say, but like we will, oh my God, your legs are so fucking heavy. <laughs> they're not, they're just spiky. Sorry guys, I'm like freaking sweating. Yeah, you are. Like, under, like nose. it's the red wine. But it's also like under my kneecaps. Does anyone else get sweating between their boobs? I'm like, feel that. Oh, your hairs. Just, <laughs> I know, it's so sweaty. It's very Sorry, sweaty. Guys. Anyway. My ass cheek hanging out. <sighs> um, oh my God, we use socks inside fucking so, so, what was I saying? Um, yeah, I think you just need to just do it. You do just need to do it. And then you do become in the mood. Yeah. And the more you continue to do it, the more you then, like anything, I guess, creating that habit. Yeah. But also to like. Find things that get you off. Like I, like I said. Like I'm, if you have a vibrator or something. Like, yeah. See, I don't ever use a vibrator. Like, oh my God, I've got one and it's amazing. Really? It's so it's called a clip blaster. <laughs> and it's oh like really good. Oh, okay. So I've never used a vibrator. Oh, I will um, show you mine. The only thing is it's fucking loud. So sometimes when you move, it's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, could mum hear us upstairs? Because everything you can hear through the walls. Oh my God. So that sound kind of turns me off a bit because it's like, 
zzz, and you're like, okay. Oh, wow. No, it's really good. So much fun. Yeah, see, okay, nuts. No, so I never. But you guys probably don't want to hear our sex fantasies. I mean, yeah. or maybe you do, but we're not going to share them. Um, but find what tickles yeah. your fancy, you know, and be spontaneous. Absolutely. Like, we will yeah, like, try different positions, try different times of the day, like, Oh, I'm such a morning or a day girl, hands down, and absolutely at the end of the night, like touched out. I'm touched out. If you can, try another time. Yeah. Even like a Saturday morning, like, you know, when you're like half asleep, I kind of like really like it. Oh, no. Like even going to the laundry and do it on top of the washing machine or, you know, do it in your pantry or be like a little bit spontaneous. I honestly, when Dean and I have time, just us two, no kids. Holy shit, I look at him in a whole different light. Honestly, between us all and our listeners, when you're stuck into just the everyday life, it's really – you're not bored, but they become dad and you are mum and you're very – you've got your mum and dad caps on and they're not – it's not like you're not attracted to them, but it's almost like it's just a bit like you've you've got your roles and you're just living. Then when Dean and I do date nights or even just go out, us two, to the shops together, I'm like – slapping each other's asses we're cheeky we're fun and i think that's so important there is no time where i jump want to jump his bones more than when we just have time us to yeah so if you can do that yeah just reignite that spark. like sort of take it back to when you first started dating. absolutely because like when you think about it when you first started dating you're probably having sex like every day three times a day you know mm, three times a day but nice. yeah so try and yeah take it back maybe try a different time of the day yeah. I hope you got something out of that in our big tangent. <laughs> um, best new bub product recommendations. So if you take this one away because your best new bub product. Okay, so recommendations. Like what are your top three products? So definitely with the pram, the upper baby vista. Mm-hmm. Loved that. Only thing is is when he's a bit older now, we're getting more of like a compact pram. But that would definitely be my favorite. I have the Baby Zen Yo-Yo, which is the travel pram that Soph's been using, and it's amazing. Bongella, such a simple thing, but absolutely love it and always have it with me. You did not use that in the early Wait, days. Bongella. Oh, my. Nappy cream. What? Pseudo cream. Oh, my God. So I was like, what the fuck? I used to tell you to use Bongella, and you never did. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not Bongella. Pseudo cream. Oh, such a random thing. So such like a, a nappy, 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 nappy cream. cream. So I feel like Felix had like a lot of nappy rash. Yeah. So for a baby, that's going to be more and prone to that. freaking nappy bags. Steph's like, <laughs> I never use a nappy bag. I just leave mine on the kitchen bench. And then Sophie comes in and goes, oh, what's that smell? Oh, sorry. That's Lennox's big shit. Oh, not a nappy bag. You mean like, like a what nappy, you a shitty nappy, like a scented nappy bag. Okay. So you think they're, oh, I love them. I have them in the baby bag. Okay, what about like a um, a bumbo or docketot? Yes, yeah, sorry. Okay, they're like the boring things. Okay, so be, yeah, a bumbo. I got given one for Felix as a friend uh, from from a friend. Sorry, and that was really really good, especially when we're giving him like the purees and okay. then we would go away. So that was really good for travel. Yep. Oh no, I have the best one. Number one, what fucking catchy. So you know, oh, okay, so we've got yes. the stockies, beautiful high chair. And then because we Stocky, live with it's not Stokey. Is it Stokey? Stokey. S-T-O-K-K-E. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, we have their chair as well. They're amazing. And we, because we live at mum's and she's got the carpet upstairs mm-hmm. and Felix, you know, is obviously messy and he's starting to throw food. That catchy is freaking amazing. Yeah. I would 100% recommend that. And you just wipe all the stuff out. So of it's it. like a big 
white almost basket that you clip onto the yeah and it just like it looks like a chair it kind of looks like a piece of carpet it's not cardboard it's obviously plastic and it looks quite small and at first you're like oh my god but it is amazing i would definitely recommend that because it catches all the food and then, and then the you just not, wipe it out yeah it's okay so even if you don't have carpets i definitely recommend a catchy a bumbo's great especially if you're traveling mm-hmm. or even you know when you're using the purees at the beginning yeah um i said the nappy scented bags that was good they're really good to have on hand yeah yes yeah when you've got like i i thought a nappy bin was great we had a nappy yeah, do bin. you use that much not anymore because it's actually quite expensive to fill the fillers are very expensive okay and so would you say overrated bin. don't bother we did very much use it at the beginning. But I had one gifted with Zara and I never used it with the others. So Yeah, we used it a lot at the beginning. Obviously, mm-hmm. we still, like, we just chucked them out in the normal bin. Only thing that we found with the infills were just really expensive. Okay. What are some other things I'm trying to think? If you're breastfeeding, a breast pump. Absolutely. Oh, the hucker. Oh, the hucker. Catch up. Because you'll start, you'll know that you'll start leaking, like, on one side. So, the hucker's really good to catch the milk. Yes. I used that so much. I gave that to you, didn't you I? Did. And it was amazing. Breast pump, I didn't really pump. Yeah. Um, a good I breast pump out of it. Yeah. So, I can't really recommend that. But yeah. the one that you did have was really good. Yeah, the pumpables one. So, the but the hucker is like insane. a suction thing. And what you do is, because when you start breastfeeding in the early days, you don't want to pump too much because the way your milk is produced is it's supply and demand. Yeah. So the more stimulation to the nipple, the more milk your body is going to produce because they think that that's baby sucking, right? So if you pump too much, your body's going to then start producing milk based on how many times you're pumping or how many times you're feeding, right? So they say even when you start pumping – pump straight after a feed or pump during on the other breast during a feed to kind of let your body just so much to think about like, so much last thing about. i want to do i'm just like i'm just breastfeeding i'm in the moment i'm fucking tired yeah i'm opening a pump on my breast yep so yeah. you get the hucker on the other breast so when you're feeding you've got bubble on you say your right boob you put the hucker on your left it's literally this suction thing and it just catches you it just all. suction it onto your boob and it just catches your let down and you so would be good. surprised how much it fucking catches well, that was like the most and i would like have like milk bags i got from all from that and in that way it's not stimulating your breast yes it's not pumping it's literally just a suction and you're not wasting and you're not wasting breast milk yeah all that liquid gold and liquid or whatever you call it liquid gold yeah and look and if you're not breastfeeding then you know obviously getting a good bottle a good teat to what help bottles like do color. you like we just had the tommy tippy oh no 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 our favorite bottle because we um used formula as well as breastfeeding from three weeks old but a beautiful bottle that i got gifted as well by Muki. M-O-O-K-I. And it had really good teats that, like, help for, like, you know, colicky and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. I would definitely recommend their bottles or their packages that they have. Moving on, I love the Docker Top. The little, like, cocoon bed thing. Oh, that shakes? No. The Docker Top. It was just, like, a fabric cocoon thing. You guys got it for sale. Oh, my God. We use that, too. Did I you use the Docker Top? Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't a Docker Top, but it was very similar. And my friend Zoe gave it to The Docker Top is definitely good. It's great. You can take it to the beaches. This is, like, this cocoon yes, bed thing, that. which is great. You can pop it on the lounge. I probably wouldn't do that if you have other kids that could pull it off. But it's just you great. You want to be watching them, though, that they don't oh, get at all in. times. It's just good if you want to put baby away. Are you fucking putting your toenails on me? Why? It looks so good. If you want to move Bubby around, like just say you're getting in the shower and you want baby to come in with you, pop him in the docker top and put it on the floor in yeah. the bathroom. That's really great. Um, yeah. Okay. Baby name. Help. Favorite name. Oh, I love that. 
You're good at this. Me, but I can never think on the spot. Okay. I love the name Billy for a girl. Yes, I L L I E. Zai's got a girl, a friend at school named Billy, and she's so beautiful. She always tells me how kind she is, so I do love that name. Oh, that's so cute. Um, for a boy, I always found boys so hard. We really liked, and I don't think we'll ever use this. For a boy, the name Ivar, mm-hmm. I-V-A-R. That was going to be the other option. Well, Kelly's going to get pissed if he wants to use that now. Yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be more Ivers around. Um, I like, God, I can't feel This is so funny because I think about them all the time, but then, of course, now I Do you have anything in your phone? Oh, if we were going to have another girl, it would be Frankie. I really loved Shiloh, the kid's cousin's name, Shiloh, and we, we're quite close with them, so we'll do that. But I think Shiloh is such a beautiful name. Yeah. Love Frankie for a girl. I love I used to love Haven. That's cute. I like Malia. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. Do you not like it? I do, but did you just make that up? No, I swear to God, because it's a girl from um, Below Deck. Her name's on it. Really oh, Malia's like really Malia. nice. I'm A-H-L-I-A. Do not fucking take it. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not having another baby, so. No, yeah. um, Malia's really Malia's nice. Malia. I used to love the name Willow. When we had Zyla, it was like Willow. Yeah, for a girl. I do like the name like Hazel. Yeah, I think they're really like cute. Like old-fashioned like names Hazel. are kind of getting cute I now. I like Winter. I don't think I would like we would go with that, but I mm-hmm. really like the name Winter. If you were to have a girl, what would you name her? I don't want to say it. Oh. Oh, so you haven't shared the name that you'd go with? No. <laughs> I mean, God. If, Pia. No, no, no. Yeah, Pia. Pia. Really? Pia. That's the name that we really Oh, my like. God. Felix and Pia. Like, so bloody European. So like, European. I had a friend down the road in Germany, and her name was Pia Mia. Yeah, P- Pia Mia. Yeah, Pia um, down the road. Um. Yeah, lo- we love the name Pia. Um, and um, if we were to have another one and we were to have a girl, I'm sure that would change. Yeah. We used to love Noah and Bo, but we've got now. Yeah, Bo is beautiful. Yeah, Noah and Bo, so that wouldn't happen. Oh, there's just so many names, isn't there? Yeah. Right. We, we shared some good names. Beautiful Amanda said, love how close you are with your sister. Have you always been? No, <laughs> definitely not. Steph? We did well, a whole yeah. episode on this. Yeah, like um, we just, yeah, there was a stage like in our teenage years where we didn't get along. So flight to think she was my mum. Yeah, yes, I did because I just didn't agree with the naughty things that you were doing. Soph was, lived a very different life to us. Yeah. Even though we were brought up the same, Soph obviously was, Steph was an actress and child. An actress and filmed and, and lived away a lot and was doing Blue Water High. So she was just living a very different life. I think you took on responsibilities that an adult would take on, at yeah. the, you know, at the age of 14. And I was going out, kissing boys, oh, getting no, drunk, going to the movie marathons, you know. Yeah, I did some of that too, but it was just so different and so... So yeah. different. We were just, yeah, different. And we just had different stuff. choices. We were living a different way. We believed in different things. Mm. You know, and I don't think I believed in anything back then. I think I was just a lost little soul. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, you yeah. know, your teenage years, I just think that, yeah. All the way up until I would say, so that was probably around... 12 when I was 12, so you would have been about no, even younger, yeah. no, even older. Oh, I guess we were in high school, yeah. Okay, so I would say high school till about Z- when Zyla was born, yeah. And we still were like close ish, but not really, yeah. Like, if, if I think back, if we would have gotten married back then, would we still have been each other's maid of honors? I reckon just oh, definitely out of pure like courtesy, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe becoming parents has definitely brought us closer to answer your question, absolutely not. But now I look at us and I honestly couldn't be more grateful. I just could not imagine. You, mum and I, 
Yeah. We're just like the three best friends that anyone could. I know. And it's changed so much. And I feel like since I've moved back from LA, obviously because I'm here and like moving up the coast and Mm. stuff like that. But, um, which is so beautiful because I just love that I get to do this stage of my life with you. Oh. And, you know, I just think if we didn't have another baby, Felix yeah. wouldn't be able to experience that with a brother But or you sister. know what? They don't know what they, they don't, don't know. know. And he's got so many cousins. He does. Yeah. But still, I know. Like, it makes me think that, like, our relationship and our friendship and what we get to do. And Calais is one of six. You know, do you think you'll definitely have another? I think we'll have another one. Yeah, after the wedding. After your wedding, yeah. Yeah, and, like, once we sort of get, you know, there's a few things that are in the pipeline that we want to sort of figure out first, I think. A.K.A. get, like, a house. Yeah. You don't want to be with mum when you have another baby? No. God, yeah. fucking chaos. Yeah. mum. Okay. No, <laughs> she's so yeah, maybe good. Maybe pregnant. She wouldn't even complain. She's like, they're rocking back and forth. But like, it's fine. I know. I have another. No, 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 no. I think I would have a mental breakdown. Yeah, of course. I'd need the space, I think. Um, so on the topic of that, someone did ask, when is the right time for the next baby? That is a great question because I think it's a question that so many people are wondering, but I just think that there is no right time. You know, you can have the house, you get get all wrong time. You can have the house, you could be married, you can have the great job, but there could always be something that they're like, oh, but I just want to get this promotion or I just better wait till I get married. Well, like you just said, you you need to take your own advice because I do need to take my own advice. It's, you know, what I keep saying as well. So I just don't think that there is a right time. But I guess if you're, you know, feeling like you're ready within your mind, sometimes you play with the idea for, you know, a couple of months, I think that's Mm. always a good thing. Or I think you at the end of it is a well. Yeah. It's a topic like you just got to think about those things. Yeah. It's not linear you can't just be like all right next month is definitely it that's the time that we need to fall pregnant because too unfortunately it doesn't always happen that way right and you just don't know how long it's going to take just start trying and see what happens of course if you're toying with the idea but i think at the end of the day it's definitely something that you and your partner need to decide Mm, was i ready i don't know are you ever ready i don't think i think you can read as many books you can you get you can go to all the parenting classes but until you actually have that baby so you're just learning as you go you'll never regret that someone once said that to me you'll never regret the babies you have only the ones you don't it's so true and i think if you're thinking about it go for it siblings are beautiful and you know all the best but lovely people we are going to wrap it up we hope you enjoyed this episode you're getting snoozy am i oh you look tired I don't know. But we love you and we love you we'll see you next week. See you next week.